time to bring in the mayor. Tom DeVivo, mayor of Wyndham, joins us on the fourth Monday of every month to update listeners on town progress in many areas. As mayor, Tom leads the town council agenda and initiatives. Our monthly program brought to you by Willimantic Auto and Truck Supply, your Willimantic Napa store, 51 Boston Post Road in Willimantic. Mr. Mayor, good morning. And I would have bet that your outstanding public works department is gearing up for a snowstorm tonight. You can bet that, but they're not mine. They're ours. They're our public works. They belong to the town. But, uh, yeah, they are gearing up. They're loading the salt. You know, they're trying to get ready. I, I understand not all of them actually came in this morning because, you know, they know they're going to be working tonight. So, you know, they're just getting ready. Trucks are fueled and ready to go. We have salt. As If you read the Chronicle, we have plenty of salt. I was on the Henry Hudson Parkway going to Madison Square Garden on Saturday, and I was behind a truck. It wasn't snowing, but I was behind the truck that was spreading treatment down before the snow, which did fall down there on Saturday like it did here, began. Do we do that here? Do we treat the roads before the snow gets here? Uh, we pre-treat a little bit, not every road. I mean, we're not out in some of the back roads pre-treating, but some of the main roads, but specifically Main Street, Jackson Street, and, of course, Mansfield Avenue, Valley. We want to keep the hospital open. That's the number one thing. So the ambulance, if needed, emergency people can get to the hospital if needed or people who are not feeling so well to keep the hospital. That's the number one priority, usually, for pre-treatment. And people can still go out to dinner tonight in many locations. During our Taste to Towns and Restaurant Week that began last week goes till the end of this week. And this thing which began last year has been a great success, isn't it? Oh, you know, it's grown and it's grown and it's grown. Uh, just like you can't believe it's increment. It's a, it's a great, great growth. We Actually, this Wednesday, I'm going to be having uh, dinner with the mayor of Mansfield down in Wyndham down on Church Street in Wyndham. And then on Friday, we're going up to Coyote Flacco up on uh, on Friday to have dinner up there. So we're going to go together, kind of break bread, and try each other's restaurants out. So you know, that's one of the exciting parts. Because really, restaurants, you know, during COVID, they took a real bad hit, and they haven't come back like people thought they would. People just aren't going out to dinner because, you know, with inflation, gas costs more. So things you might cut out or, you know, Thursday night out to dinner crowd has really thinned out. And this hopefully gets people back into the restaurant seats and hospitality industry really, you know, really is suffering. So the more we can do to help them, the better. And sadly, last week, we lost Wyndham High track and cross-country coach Bob Haddad, a real sweetheart of a guy. I knew him pretty well back in the days when he was coaching and winning state championships. But just to give your thoughts on how well you knew him and what he brought to this town. Well, you know, I didn't know him personally. I only knew him as a, as a kid. He was my coach. He was my track coach in high school. And I had him as a teacher in 7th and 8th grade, Donna Kramer. He was... I don't actually recall which grade, but he was a teacher at Kramer, and you know, he was really—he uh, was very enthusiastic and inspiring. He always encouraged us not to quit, don't give up. You can just run the extra mile or run the extra lap, whatever you needed. And uh, you know, sometimes when I run, I think of me tell you, you know, land up, run on your toe, you know, heel toe, lift your lift your knees up. There's times I think of him often, and 
you know, it, uh, he's had a tough go of in the past uh, past few years, but uh, you know, I think that he's at peace now, and we will miss him as a member of our community. We even have a the rapid road race every year, it's like a interscholastic, a bunch of different schools get together, run up and down. The Wyndham Invitational. You're the Wyndham Invitational. That's right. Tom, I'm guessing I wasn't the only one who thought of this, but with the railroad disaster in Palestine, Ohio, we've got a lot of rail traffic that goes through here, and it seems like it's picked up even more in the last couple of years. What are the possibilities that something like that could happen here? And by that, I mean, are these trains, the freight trains we see coming and going through town and through some of our surrounding towns as well, do they contain hazardous materials? Uh there are some cars of uh, ethanol and and other materials, liquid, uh, explosive liquids and such things that could become hazardous. Um, but, we, you know, our, I do know we're not the uh, Norfolk Southern. We are on the Genesee, Wyoming Railroad, uh, which owns the old Providence and Worcester and the New England Central Railroad or, or Central Vermont. But it's the same railroad owns the two of them. I'm very familiar. The crews do a lot of training and uh, testing. I I, uh, I don't foresee it happening. Overall, rail travel is safe. Uh, moving products by rail is safer than trucks, specifically hazardous waste. Uh, just you know, I, I think that the, you know the, the people train. Our public safety people train. But there's no like advanced notice. We have a rail car of ethanol coming down the railroad tracks at two o'clock in the afternoon there's no message like that because they come like every day and uh they move them it's a safe way and uh but you know they're very professional at genesee wyoming and they do quite a bit of training i guess would be the way to put it but they, they they're a very safe organization they actually have an office right in willimantic right here in willimantic down by on recycling on no, the Chronicle Way. I think Chronicle Road is the address, and they have an office that they keep staff there. And so I'm familiar with them, and they're a bunch of good uh, men and women. I, I don't have any concerns about that. I do know that the uh, public safety people are aware of what can be in some of the trains, and you know we hope for the best. Anything can happen, but you know it is unlikely. The issue in Ohio was vinyl chloride. Are you aware of any vinyl chloride that comes and goes out of here, or that's information that they don't share? Well, they would probably share the information, if, but I don't. I don't know that. I'm sorry. I only know what you see in the side of the car. Cars are clearly marked hazardous waste. Each side of a rail car might have will have two markings on each each end, saying what's in it, and they have placards if it's got you know. So, well, I don't think. Final core. They use, they bring stuff down to Dow Chemicals, and they they move fuel too. So there's fuel that they move. Something also occurred to me that might have been ten or so years ago. Didn't I guess it was Central Vermont? Didn't they upgrade the rail service basically from here to St Albans, Vermont? And I say that because I think maybe the rail line is safer now than it was twenty years ago. It is. It actually is, and that's a, that's a good comment. They did do that with help with Joe Courtney got got funding. And they upgraded, and it's not from here to St. Albans, it's from New London, because New London is like our, you know, we go right to get to New London Pier. You have to go right through St. Albans. But we also go west towards, uh, east, I'm sorry, we go east towards Providence. 
West is Hartford, East is Providence. But we do send product out to, I know stuff goes out towards the Providence area, specifically mixed with uh, petroleum products that come into the Providence docks. So, you know, the trains, things come from other countries, get loaded onto trains or go into to factories and something happens right at the dock, but typically then they move it out. We also move our largest exporter, export, out of Connecticut. On the trains, is, what do you think it is, Wayne? Uh, basketball National Championship trophies. We don't export them on trains. They leave on planes. It's our garbage. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. Connecticut moves more garbage out of, on the railroad than any other product. Good. Get it out of here. Where does it go? Ohio. A lot. Most of it goes to Ohio. Some goes to uh, uh, Pennsylvania. But primarily, most all of our trash in Connecticut goes to Rhode Island. Specifically, since they closed the the, the mirror plant, Hartford doesn't really affect Eastern Connecticut because we have trash burning plants in Lisbon and in um, so Preston. But they typically, the rest of the trash from the rest of the state all has to go to Ohio. There's no other location. Hey, not too far from the aforementioned railroad tracks is what we now call the Foster Building. Some of us have been around for a while, call it the Wilmatic Trust Building. But uh, I noticed some real improvement. There's stuff going on there, and they're making some progress on that building in the last month or two, aren't they? Of course. And, you know, we've had a lot of confidence and faith in uh, Martin Kelly, Mr. Kelly there. And... Uh, I think he's overcome a lot of his physical uh, situations. You know, he had some trouble with one of his feet. And uh, and then, of course, the financial picture changed. But he's got new financing and seems to be moving along. And I'm really looking forward to, to watching that building become, a, you know, a new retail establishment with uh, apartments. Because that's in the zone you have to have the downstairs it has to be retail. Listener has a couple questions about some economic situations in town here. Uh, do you have any news about the now empty St. Mary St. Joseph School? Any plans for the town to purchase it? Does the Diocese of Norwood still own that building? I don't know that the Diocese ever actually did own it. I think it's owned by the Corpus Christi Parish. Uh, I think you know they did owe money to the Diocese of Norwich on it, but I, don't, I haven't heard of any plans to do anything uh, with it because uh, St. Mary's Church... Uh, use, utilizes a parking lot on Sundays, so it's not certain what the, the future that is. Uh, I was recently in it for uh, some event, and the building is clean and up. It's well up, kept up, and it looks in great shape. My children went there, and you know, so it it, it is sad this closed, but I don't I don't know what their plans are. They're a private organizations so until they're ready to do something. Any progress on the old Friendlies building out there on West Main Street? That's been vacant for a while. Yeah, you know, it was in the paper that changed hands. The title did, but not a single, nobody, when I went to ask questions about it, no one didn't know who they were. And they haven't come to Town Hall with any plans of development or anything like that. We have some other development down at the Ocean State Job Lot. We're getting a new retail establishment in there. Uh, I don't believe it's a dollar store, but it will be like a uh, low-cost retailer selling. Wasn't that going to be Big Lots? Big Lots, yes. That's actually what it is, Big Lots. Big Lots is going to Ocean State Job Lots. So I couldn't remember the name of it. Thank you for that, Wayne. But Big Lots is going into the Ocean State Job Lot building, which is over at the other end of the BJ's Plaza, where we're going to get a new gas station.
I was just in the paper the other day. That's really exciting uh, because, you know, gas is expensive. The more opportunities we have, hopefully brings competition, can bring, uh, you know, more opportunity for the consumer to save a few pennies on their gas. Of course, BJ's is a membership card thing, so not everybody can walk in there and get that gas. But, yeah, they are definitely cheaper. Uh, you've got the new restaurant right near us here, Trigo, which has gotten off to a great start here. And uh, the lieutenant governor came to town a week or so ago to announce uh, $500,000 for the Whitewater Partnership. Where is that money going to go? Well, that money's going to go into landscape, plan, uh, some changes for the building, uh, maybe fencing along the river by the top of the wall. Uh, Windham Industries, I built some fencing around that little run where you stand to look at the waterfall, but the rest of the wall needed. Some of that funding will go to, towards that. They're going to upgrade the, the building a little bit, improve some electricity, get some water to help improve the farmer, farmer's market. So that's, you know, those are all exciting changes. And the, the, governor, and her, the governor and his staff and lieutenant governor have been very helpful in the town of Windham for for grant opportunities and seeing with things that projects that we just have shelved, you know, finally giving us funding to get them down off the shelf and get them moving. Quite a long time, Wayne, as you, as our listeners know, and just for many years, I, I think it's we're close to 20 years now since the first time I ever heard of it. Any news on the housing development that'll be built by the Walmart in North Wyndham? No, I haven't heard. I haven't heard much of anything. Uh, that housing department, I'm sure, is probably something slated for the spring. I haven't heard a whole heck of a lot. Um, I've been out there though a couple of times because I wanted to see how the seasons might affected the wetlands there. It doesn't seem to be. Doesn't look like anything's happening there. So whatever's planned, I'm sure it's a springtime thing. They had to do a, a study. Uh, an archaeological study, see if there was ever anything there. I was confident they wouldn't because it was a gravel bank at one time. So whatever it might have been, it was taken out with the gravel, unfortunately. Hey, flash me back to two weeks ago tomorrow when you and I were down there for the crowning of the romantic Willematic Cupids, plural. And that was the first Cupid ceremony that was held at the new community center. And boy, people turned out for that. They had a great crowd for that event. Yeah, they did, and you know, we've done our we've had our share of Cupid events, and this is my first one in quite a while that we've done in a in a setting because of COVID. We've had the other settings that you know we did live on the radio with Dave Foster the year before. We just chose uh, uh, healthcare workers, and we drove around. So this was really exciting, and. You know, I think we got the two Cupids. We got Angelo Lucas from Tony's Pizza. We got him. He had no idea that that what was going on. And Susan Collins, she I, she like didn't even she could not believe us, could she? I mean, she was like, no. Yeah, the scam continues on that. Lastly, Tom, uh, what's the news you got on upcoming budget meetings in the month of March? Well, we will be. You can go to the town website and watch it either on YouTube or you can watch the. Budget beginning of the budget hearings uh, go to the agenda, but we're going to meet this Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday and Thursday next two weeks, maybe even the following Monday or Tuesday, with all special meetings just to discuss the budget, go over the finances, see where we're at, look at our revenues, and look at our expenditures. Uh, people have a lot of hope that you know we can you take our 
take our treasury and use it as investments in our community. And I think that's that's what I try and look at it. You know, ways to make investments either in towns and schools and you know in our workforce investments that really help add to our community and then of course at the end we'll send it to the voters but uh we want to make sure our investments are in the right places everyone should look at them once in a while you don't let your stock portfolio just sit there people want to you know your 401k you look at it once a year it's very similar to our budget we want to see what the revenue is we want to see what our expenditures are and Hopefully it works out for the best for public safety and all the other things that we spend money on. Tom, another great update. Thanks for catching up for all the information with us this morning. We'll see you next month. You bet. Fourth Monday of every month, we talk to Wyndham Mayor Tom DeVivo, our program made possible by Willimantic Auto and Truck Supply, your Willimantic Napa store on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.